What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Genus Groove. I will go ahead and say I almost didn't film this episode because I got my second dose of my COVID shot Friday. I'm currently filming this on Sunday at 10 p.m., which is not responsible of me. And I felt terrible because of the side effects. But still, if you're listening and you haven't gotten your vaccine, please, I encourage you to go get it so we can get back to life as usual. But yeah, so I felt really bad this weekend, but let me go ahead and jump into this episode because I wanted to film it to pull through and give y'all an episode, of course. This week, I'll be talking about Plastic Hearts by Miley Cyrus. So to kind of give a brief history, I have adored Miley Cyrus since I was a kid. I loved Hannah Montana. I had the Hannah Montana comforter, the cookbook, the backpack. I was the Hannah Montana girl. Matter of fact, I had this black and gold Hannah Montana backpack that matched my Hannah Montana sweatsuit, so like sweatpants and a shirt kind of thing. And let me tell you, when I wore that combo all together, the confidence I had walking into school when I was in like third grade, unmatched, unreal. And I also even liked her bangers era, which is when everybody was like, oh, she's going crazy. But I really got excited as well when I knew that with Plastic Hearts, she was going into more of a rock sound. And I will say I've heard most of these songs when this album first came out, so a few months back, but I really wanted to talk about it this week because this album is so slept on. And I'm going to get right into it and why basically all of these songs are great. So starting with track one, I'm going to keep it family friendly with the title, WTF Do I Know? That's the title of the song. Um, It starts with a great bass line, and she talks about letting go of a relationship she once thought would last forever and just not missing that person anymore. She says in the song, I'm not trying to have another conversation, probably not going to want to play me on your station. So I'm thinking she's also talking about moving past her Younger Now album, Malibu era, and still showing that she's an adult, but she's still no longer a Disney star. This song is great to headbang to or to dance to in your room. I would I, I would love to see this song play live since it is more of a heavy rock song. I feel like if you like Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson or Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo or even Mi- Misery Business by Paramore, you'll probably like this. Then on the track two, which is Plastic Hearts, the beat of this song reminds me a lot of Man Eater by Hall & Oates. Um, I don't really know why. It's just so similar. It's crazy to me. Um, I think it's about how basically basically California and Hollywood, they don't serve her anymore. She says in the song things like, I just want to feel something and the sunny place for shady people. So I'm thinking maybe she wants to go back to her roots and she's trying to do that with this album. I think this is a great song to get ready to. Oh my goodness. Fantastic to get ready to. It's great for driving or even a party, if you're all vaccinated. Then we go on to track three, which is Angels Like You. This somehow reminds me of Million Reasons by Lady Gaga because it's such a deep cut. This is such a good song. Honestly, it's been in my favorites on Spotify, or my liked songs, rather, um, on Spotify for probably two months now. I love it so much. Um, The best way I can describe this probably... If you've heard her song Seven Things, which I hope you have, it's Seven Things' older sister, if that makes sense. She definitely takes accountability here. 
and shows how she feels like she ruins everything and can't be there for her significant other. And she says, angels like you can't fly down here with me. So, I don't know. I could just see this playing in some, like, movie where the main character's crying while driving after a breakup, like, full-on sobbing, mascara running down her face. It could be a whole moment. I think this song is definitely for a breakup, crying, or just a scream in the car. 10 out of 10, you need to listen to Angels Like You. And then we go on to track four, which is Prisoner featuring Dua Lipa. This is definitely a very 80s-influenced pop sound, and it works well for both what Miley is doing and what Dua Lipa is doing for both of their career, or not really their careers, but I guess where they're going with their sound. Um, it's talking about how basically they can't stop thinking about this person and they're kind of a prisoner in their mind. Um, I do think it's kind of repetitive. This is not my favorite, even though I thought it would be. So, it didn't really resonate with me. And then we go on to track five, which is Give Me What I Want. This is definitely a strut song. If you're someone that you practice your runway walk in your room, this is the song for you, 100%. Lyrically, she's just wanting someone to give her all their love. This definitely has that darker pop production, something like what you'd hear on Taylor Swift's album Reputation. And it's definitely, like I said, great for practicing your runway walk or even a night drive. And then we have track six, which is Nightcrawling, featuring Billy Idol. This definitely has a pop punk or kind of 80s pop sound once again, but it didn't really resonate with me. I'm sorry, this isn't my favorite, but I think this is a great song for running or working out to. Then we go to track seven, which is Midnight Sky, another one of my absolute favorites. This was actually the first single from this album, and she's talking about the freedom of being single, not needing anyone, and being a lone wolf, but in a good way. Um, I watched her VMA performance this past year, um, definitely check that out, and she even got on a disco ball like she kind of did in the Wrecking Ball video, and to me, it kind of said, okay, I'm not the same hurt girl that was crying on a Wrecking Ball a few years ago, I'm owning this now, and she says, I was born to run, I don't belong to anyone, so with that, it's kind of owning that, like, lone wolf vibe, if you will. So, I think this is a fantastic song for a breakup, workout, getting ready, being angry, or practically anything. Love this song. Then we go to track 8, which is High. This kind of reminds me of Feeling Whitney by Post Malone, if you've heard that song. Um, it's kind of about her lows and how she's thinking she's over someone, but she still thinks about them once in a while. She says, I don't miss you, but I think of you and don't know why. So, with that, it's kind of more of a stripped, kind of, almost more country-ish vibe, but still a little rock-influenced. I still, I think this is definitely a song to cry to, or just to chill out to and think about, like, just reflect on life with. And then we go to track nine, which is Hate Me. I love this song as well. I kind of interpret the song as kind of what she would say to her ex, and more importantly, when I say her ex, probably one of her famous exes, Liam Hemsworth. Y'all probably know who he is. And wondering how he would react if she died, and kind of what she hopes her friends would do. I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to spoil the whole song. And she says, maybe that day you won't hate me. 
So this is very pop rock. It's great, a great song to drive to or jam out to in your room or just to listen to when you're angry. So very versatile song. It works for many situa- situations. I absolutely love this song. Then we go to track 10, which is Bad Karma featuring Joan Jett. This song is definitely more darker rock, obviously giving the Joan Jett feature, and it's 100% inspired by Joan Jett's sound. It, they say in the song, they say it's bad karma when you live a double life. I wanted to talk about this because I thought, hmm, is she referring to Hannah Montana and how she had the best of both worlds and just kind of how that transgressed into her m- music career? Hmm. Overall, I think this song will make you feel like a baddie, it will boost your confidence, and it's great to listen to when getting ready. Then we go to track 11, which is Never Be Me. This song I absolutely love. This is probably my absolute favorite on this album. Just go, do me a favor and listen to it. I'm going to explain it, but please listen to it. This sounds like, this sounds so dramatic what I'm about to say. But it sounds like either leaving prom alone in the 80s or watching all the couples slow dance while you don't have anyone to dance with at prom in the 80s. It kind of reminds me of Time After Time by Cindy Lauper, but just sadder. <laughs> um, again, she's being completely vulnerable and explaining why her relationships don't work out. And she feels like she's the common denominator. And she thinks she'll never be anyone's ideal partner. I'm not going to go too deep into the lyrics because I don't want to spoil this absolute masterpiece, but it's a fantastic song to scream in the car, to cry to, to listen to when you're sad. I would love to see someone just cover this and absolutely kill it. Um, Like I said, this is my favorite song on this album. I can't wait to see this live, hopefully one day. And then we go to track 12, which is Golden G-String. This is a more chill 80s synth pop sound. And yes, it has a weird title, but please do not overlook this song because the lyrics tell a story. She says at one point in the song, that's just the world we're living in. All the boys hold the cards and they ain't playing gin. So I thought, hmm, she's talking about politics and how society is just a man's world. And she says, she goes on to say in the song, I was trying my own power. Still, I'm trying to work it out. And at least that gives the, the paper something they can write about. So, I thought, okay, so she's trying to own being a strong woman, being feminine, but people, mostly men, are judging her and trying to slut-shame her for just expressing herself. And some of these men, yes, those in politics too, see women as objects. So, very complex in the lyrics, and I really appreciate that. So, if you love a a lyrical masterpiece, wow, I can't speak, or... 80 synth pop or both, this song is definitely for you. Then we go to track 13, which is Edge of Midnight, otherwise known as the Midnight Sky Remix, featuring Stevie Nicks. This is basically a remix of Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks and Midnight Sky, but they both harmonize. It's good. I love how they both how they both kind of harmonize well. And how the songs blend together so well. And I love how people on TikTok basically begged for this to happen and it actually happened. Um, If you love Stevie Nicks like I do, or anything Fleetwood Mac like I do, definitely check this out. Then we go on to the last two songs on the album, which are covers. Um, 
we go on to track 14, which is Heart of Glass. And if you've heard Heart of Glass, you know that's a song by Blondie. Um, I think her Heart of Glass cover is one of my favorite covers that she has done. And I was listening to this song, this cover. <laughs> How many times am I going to say cover? I don't know. I was listening to this cover for about a month and a half. And although I'm kind of iffy about covers, I think you should definitely check this out. And then we go to track 15, which is her cover of Zombie, which is originally by the Cranberries. Uh, like I said, this one's a cover as well. Pretty self-explanatory. And if you like more grungy kind of alternative music, this is definitely for you. So go check that out. Overall, I recommend that you definitely check this album out, even if you typically don't like Miley Cyrus, and especially if you like a more rock or alternative sound. I think this album is very slept on for no reason, and I would just love to see it get the hype it deserves. Um, so yes, that wraps it up for this episode of Gina's Groove, and stay tuned for episode 10 coming next week. Have a great week.